Hello and welcome to episode 110 of The Scattershot. Uh, my name's Alan Porter. I can't remember my name, it's been so long <laughs> since you've been on it. I'm Colin Briscoe. And uh, yeah, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode one, the belated 110. Very belated. Yeah, well, apologise for the delay, it's many factors. <laughs> yes. Um, one of which I'll tell you right now, basically uh, my computer exploded. Yeah. Uh, that I, uh, or the, that we record the this uh, this delicious show on and uh, so at the moment we're doing sort of guerrilla podcasting using a computer that is roughly a thousand years yeah. old so uh, <laughs> for those of you in the cheap seats you can probably hear a, a sort of weird noise in the background that is the fans trying to set this computer on fire as well so and we will struggle on over that that's probably me yeah <laughs> and, a little, yeah. Um, and you might have recognized the um the rather lo-fi intro that uh you would have just heard that's because i lost all of our incidental music oh no <laughs> i mean i can make it again oh, it's, okay. it's from an old band of mine yeah, from yeah. 20 years ago yeah. but um you don't worry I'll, I'll i'll figure something out cool. it'll be delicious lovely um i've said that word twice now that's all right. in a minute that's all right. <laughs> That's tasty. Um, how you been, Cole? I've been all right. Funny to tell you, tasty. I've got no embarrassing stories, but it's a shame because I really wanted to uh, do a recording for Halloween. I've got so, so much, so many horror things, series, and, and films and stuff. But the last time we podcasted, it was. I mean, we finished podcasting on a Friday night about twelve o'clock. Yeah, about, about that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I hadn't, eat, I hadn't, I hadn't eaten dinner, so I, I drove home to Harlow, which is about forty-five minutes away, and. Um, and, and I found a 24-hour McDonald's in Harlow. That's how hungry I was. I had a McDonald's. Yeah. So I thought, right, go home, eat this, go to bed. So by the time I got home at this McDonald's, it was about one o'clock. So I put this Big Mac on a plate with the chips. And on I a went plate? To, on a plate? Oh, yeah. Lardy dog. Oh, yeah. God, oh, yeah. Oh, I can't have it in that plastic crap. <laughs> uh, and as I'm walking to my chair, I hear a little yum, yum. <laughs> I turn around and there's a cookie jar, a kid's cookie jar with a little smiley face. Yeah. And just so I walked past it, didn't touch it, I was nowhere near it. It went yum, yum. <laughs> now, Alan, I'm not superstitious at all. I don't believe yeah. in ghosts or anything. But oh, I fucking freaked. So I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? First thing I thought was, I live in a brand new house. Yeah. No one's died in here. Then I thought Indian burial ground, Those, that was nice. Yeah. I thought, maybe, maybe. And all the time I'm thinking... Well, it's in Harlow. There's got to be a body underneath it. <laughs> all the time I'm thinking, do I give this cookie jar a bit of my burger? Blood sacrifice. Yeah, do they? <laughs> little sacrifice. I mean, there's not much real meat in it, but if you want of it, you can have... Honestly, it freaked me out. Anyway, so I put the burger down, and I thought, well, being sensible... Well, obviously, it's sp- you know sparking out or something's gone wrong. It might just be like infrared, so when you will go up, up to it, yeah, goes, that's, yum, yum. yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So I went to turn it off. It was already turned off, Alan. Oh, no, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> He's been dead for 17 years. <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, fucking hell. So I sat there, like, eating my burger at half one in the morning, just with one eye on the cookie jar. <laughs> fish and fries wow. cookie jar. Yeah, it was horrible. What, what, where is it now? It's still there. When I woke up the next day, I said, do you want a horrible story about what happened to me in this house? And I said, no, I don't want to hear it. It involves the cookie jar. I don't want to hear it. All right. So, so yeah, been, the cookie jar's there. It's ridiculous. It's never said anything since. It doesn't even say yum yum. I pressed all the buttons on it. It never says yum yum. Really? It's bizarre. Wow. It was horrible. <laughs> I had a similar thing uh, years ago. Um, I was staying around my mum's and uh, sort of sleeping on their sofa. 
Uh, I can't remember why. I think Natalie might have been ill, or I was really pissed, and I didn't want to go back to the flat. <laughs> so um, I just crashed on their sofa, and they had a, a freezer yeah. in the kitchen. And uh, you know, like fr- freezers and stuff, uh, fridges make noises and stuff yeah. like that, gurgle. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. This one's quite old. And like it, a you, drop or something you can hear. Yeah, but, like, yeah. but this one, it, it used to sound like it used to go, Alan, come here. <laughs> <laughs> and I woke up I, I, I was hearing like Alan come here and I was like what uh, you know, when you're half cut you're like, oh, yeah. fuck it I'll come there I'll yeah. come there I'll come all over your face like, so I wander in the kitchen all I can hear is like Alan come here like that and oh, I was like oh lovely. no so I just sort of went back to the sofa and was just like just rocking myself and I told my dad um, like in the morning I said the, the, no word of a lie the fridge like, like the freezer said Alan come here like during night and he, he was like yeah, all right, whatever. Like, like, you want to lay off the booze a little bit? <laughs> Ironic from my mind. And uh, I was like, no, seriously, I'm not joking. It, it said it. He was like, oh, yeah, whatever. Like that imagination. Yeah. And then like, it was only like a week later, he goes to me, I've heard it before. It's done that for ages. And <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. It's right. freaking you out. <laughs> yeah. He goes, yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> It's it just it's some weird combination of the way the pipes were yeah, and yeah. Like just the water going out. You just saying like, Alan, come here. Brilliant. Fantastic. <laughs> oh. oh, there were two Halloween stories. The Halloween is well and truly gone. <laughs> Have we got any Christmas stories? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. I'm sure you could bring some out from the depths. I'll wank an elf off by then. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure, so keep your distance. <laughs> is, that, is that only because the elves are small and you've got tiny hands? That's the, the, yeah, yeah. Makes yeah. it cock look big. Yeah, well, God, we've gone into dark territory, <laughs> like Steven Seagal. <laughs> Chance favors the small hand. Uh, well, I mean, we've got just fuck, mate. We've uh, got a lot. We've got a lot of stuff to get through. Uh, I mean, how long's it been? Um, oh, it's been ages, mate. Ages. I, I, do you know what I could tell you? The published the last show, fourth October, and as Christ. of this recording, it is the seventeenth. Yeah, seventeenth of November. November. Oh, so mate, I think that's the longest break since the Christmas break. Well, maybe we won't have a Christmas break this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we don't know where we're going to be doing it. No, that's true. Um, yeah, because yeah, I'm still yet to move and all this other stuff. So yeah, let's dive straight in. Yeah, we've got um, it, man. There's been, as we say, there's been loads of stuff coming out. We're going to cover some like current releases and some other stuff. Because um, they were current, the things we were going to review were current. They were a month ago. But I mean, I still think it's worth worth discussing some of this stuff. Oh, massively, yeah. Um, I mean, first off, let's have a word about uh, Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, nice. Um, it's current. It, it is, yeah. And I saw it in 3D. Um, it's uh, which I highly recommend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went just to my local cinema, Cinemaplex. Odeon. Yeah, okay. I was trying to think of something funny to say there, but I'm out. What, what, of any, what of a funny description of a cinema? <laughs> no, it's just an odious, was like, oh, right. um, uh, Yeah, I was just, just a bog standard one. Yeah. Um, saw it in 3D. Uh, nice crystal clear projection. It's a nice projection. screen the odious, Yeah, yeah. Well. I mean, they're all 3D, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was blown away by it. Mm. I absolutely loved it. Uh, not burying the lead at all. Um, Doctor Strange uh, stars Benedict Cumberbatch, Benedict Wong, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, Tilda Doesn't Swinton. Doesn't he play Mr. Wong? Yeah, he plays someone called Wong, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, he's, he's cool. Yeah, I've he's, heard he's very good. He's good in it. I mean, everyone, everyone's really good in it. Yeah. Uh, Rachel McAdams in it, who's oh, okay. uh, graciously underused. Um, and it's the story of, uh, it's basically Iron Man. <laughs> is it Iron Man, <laughs> is it? It's basically, but instead of a suit, he's got magic. Okay. Um, but, I mean, that, that's the same as any... It's an origin of, story. It's an or, it? it's massively an origin story, yeah. and uh, I, do you know what? If, if you go from the from the top to the bottom, you've obviously got um, 
Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. there. And he's got an American accent, doesn't really do it very well. Um, but he, yeah, does, he does struggle with an American accent. He does. He's he a does. little bit too uh, stagey. Yeah. A bit like, you know, theatre American. Yeah. yeah. What's with all this stuff? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's almost as if he's trying to do an impression of an American rather yeah, than, like, yeah, that's like right. just, yeah. just affecting his speech. Yeah. Um, but he, he sells the cockiness, sort of, the, and the sort of gracefulness of Doctor Strange very yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and you you like him when he's a cock, and you like him when he's trying to be, like, you a know, nice guy. A, not, yeah, like a, hero. A, bit, a bit, yeah, a bit more, a bit more gracious about things. Yeah. Um, and as you say, it's an origin story, so it just piles through all of the like him, his fall from grace, him trying to get back up to things. Um, How long does that take, sort of? You know, the, the car crash and, and, and everything else. Uh, what in the into the film? Yeah, you know, from him becoming the surgeon to Doctor Strange. What, what's the well, from, from, from the in the film, from the start, uh, I think the car crash is probably within the first twenty minutes. Okay, so it's quite like that, and then there's probably another twenty minutes of him trying to find the people to teach him, and then it goes from there. Okay. Uh, so it goes on a good lick. Yeah, but the, the the stuff when he when he's being trained by the ancient one, which is mm-hmm. Tilda Swinton. Um, and she's she's sort of like oh there are other worlds than these sort of thing yeah. dark tower reference um, and you've seen it in the trailer where she punches him and he sort of comes out of himself you get his like, yeah. ethereal form um, and he's sort of falling through time and space and all this stuff is amazing it's some it's some of the most mental visuals I've ever seen yeah, I've heard the special effects are right up there oh yeah completely and the the use of three D is absolutely the best I've ever seen does it envelop you in the world does yes. It? It, it completely adds to yeah. it, yeah. That's uh, what to the point, to, to the point where I, boy, well, precisely to the point where everyone I've recommended this to, and I'm doing it now to all of our grace, graceful scattershot ears. If they're still listening, after, yeah. after <laughs> we'll, hiatus, we'll, we'll find out when it publishes. <laughs> um, uh, I recommend everyone to see it in 3D. Yeah, because it totally adds to the experience. We were meant to go, weren't we? Yes. And then I got norovirus. Oh yeah, lovely. Threw I up. could, I could have done with some of that. Yeah. Oh, you'd, you'd have loved it. It was great. In bed for three days, lovely. What's Walking Dead? I'll talk about that later. Oh, oh you, you, you got to say? Well, t- we'll talk about Walking we'll talk Dead about after. That. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, what 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 is there to say about this? It's a Marvel film, so it's polished as fuck. Yeah, I bet, yeah. Um, Who's the director? It is uh, Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrickson, where do I know his name from? What's he done before? Is he done a horror film? Yeah, he's done, he's done horror films. He did uh, Insidious. Insidious? Insidious, oh, yeah. Okay, and cool. Insidious too. Uh, with his... With his um, uh, sort of writing partner, mm-hmm. uh, C. Robert Cargill, yeah. uh, who was an ain't it cool news uh, reporter. Oh, okay, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's he sort of segued into wow, making Doctor Strange. I know. <laughs> he's he's brilliant as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. C. Robert Cargill. I think you'll find him on uh, Twitter under at Matterworm, um, and he's a uh, he's very very good. He's cool. a, he's a good guy. Okay. Um, uh, with most with most uh, 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 comic book films, I always think that. Uh, the film stands and, and lives and dies by the villain. Yeah. So what's what's Mad Mickelson's like? Uh, he's all right. Like, I, I agree with what you said. What you're saying. Yeah. Like the, the the villain is very much the you know the centerpiece. Um, I mean, but, maybe but, not so much in an origin story because it's more about the hero. But yeah. I think after that, you need a really good villain after an origin story. Yes. But, so sorry, go on. He's he's all right. Yeah. I mean, he's he's used sparingly. Yeah, and it's strange because the role involves him having to do a lot of, excuse me, like physical like fighting and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's very light on the actual acting part. 
right. of him being <clears throat> like, you know, I'm going to kill you sort of thing. Has he got a weird accent, has he? Uh, I think he's just got his accent. Oh, okay. Which um, is weird enough. Yeah. <laughs> is he Scandinavian? Uh, I, I believe Something so. weird. Something weird, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he's all right. Okay. I mean, I mean, he's no Loki, but no. he's... he's uh, there are very few like Loki. No, and, and then conversely, he's nothing like, what's his name, Chris Reckleston in the second Thor film, like, pointless. Oh, God, do you remember that? Yeah. Um, dark health. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God. Uh, so, yeah, no, he's he's, he's all right. He, he fits he fits what he's supposed to do perfectly, okay. nails all the action What's stuff. he, another wizard? Basically? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Just a wizard who, like, disenfranchised wizard. Okay. Um... Yeah. And he's heartbroken, is he? Yeah, a little bit. The wizard fraternity. <laughs> Feel a little sad. Throw out the magic circle, have you? <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out, Hogwarts. Um, <laughs> yeah, him and, him and Gandalf. <laughs> you are not Doctor Strat. Oh, no. Um, yeah. I, I, I mean, talk of, I mean, the main point of this, main thing that most people bring up yeah. are the visuals. Mm. Um, like, and you've seen some of it in the trailer, like the whole city bending in and itself. Like yeah, I mean, it's, it's nothing like Inception. It not? okay. It's like a million times better. Than <coughs> that. And I mean, I, I actually watched Inception recently. Yeah. It was just on, so I thought, fuck it. Okay. And um, how's that holding up, by the way? Yeah. Okay. It's all right. Yeah. I mean, when you, as soon as you know everything about exactly. it, it's just like. Yeah. It's it's very style over substance that film. Very glossy film. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I, and it is great. Like, yeah, but it's yeah. just it doesn't have the same sort of impact. No, I was wondering. I haven't seen it for years. I was, I was yeah. Uh, but th- this, like the the effects, just piss over it. Really. Like in Inception, you've got like a couple of like city bending, bending in on itself. Yeah, but this it. is just like everywhere, everything. Really. And uh, it works does massively. It? Yeah, wow. it's all completely choreographed and like properly done. Quality. Um, I, I I can't recommend it highly enough. I absolutely loved it. Wicked. Well, with that said, yep. What's your score out of ten? Score out of ten, I would give it nine scatter shots. Wow, out nine of, scatter shots out of ten scatter shots. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, and you're too, you're right. I'll yeah, I've got something behind. Yeah, no. I've had it in there for like a week. It's well annoying. God, really? I'm gonna try and it's not like rub your it. Child's finger? Is it like last <laughs> time? <laughs> no. That's not prison speak, <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> yes, and uh, your two-word review? Uh, strange love. Nice. Yeah, Lovely. there we go. Lovely. Uh, so yeah, Doctor Strange highly recommended. It's available now on all cinemas, good and bad. Uh, I'd highly recommend you go see it on a very big screen yeah. in three dimensions and uh, enjoy it. Lovely. Yeah. Cool. I will. Doctor Strange. Luke Cage. Uh, <laughs> Luke Cage is uh, the next thing we're going to talk about. Uh, following on from the Marvel bent. Yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, Cole, do you want to take the lead? Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, it stars Mike Coulter. Coulter. And um, Simone Missick. Missick, are we going to say? as yeah, Mis- sure. Mis- uh, Misty Knight. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Luke Cage is uh, the bulletproof, in- impenetrable man. Although yeah. I haven't tried to penetrate <laughs> him. I'm sure I'll get in there. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's living in Harlem, and it's just about um, a-, a gangster who runs a, a nightclub who's sort of... What's he doing? Running drugs and just running guns and just doing yeah, bad things being to good a, people. Being a gangster. Yeah, and uh, Luke Cage works in a barbershop with Pops. Mm-hmm. And uh, and one day something happens and Mike, Luke Cage has to get involved and uh, beat the bad guys basically over over how many episodes? Is it 12 or 13 episodes? 13, I believe. Now, I was really... I mean, me and you watched it as soon as it came out. Yeah, as soon yeah. as it dropped, I think we were we were bang on it, weren't we? I think yeah. we watched sort of five or six. We were almost head-to-head for a while, weren't we, me yeah. and you? I, I, got it, I got through it in two and a half yeah, days. you've done it a lot quicker than me. I um, can watch it at work. 
<laughs> yeah, oh, fucking hell, yeah. No, I can't. I'm the faultless. That would be just dangerous. Um, yeah, I, and I, I was really on board for six or seven episodes. I was really enjoying it. I didn't like the sex scene between him and Misty Knight. I thought, yeah. we, we talked about that, yeah, didn't yeah, we? Yeah. It's completely misplaced. No need for it. Didn't, <laughs> too, didn't bring the story too anywhere too much. In the first ten minutes of the film, yeah, that yeah. happened, or series. Um, I really like Misty Knight. I think she's good. I like Mark, Mike Coulter as, as Luke Cage. There's uh, the villains in it are the problem for me. Yeah. Um, you've got Copper Copperhead. Yep. Uh, who's all right, but he does a lot of laughing, yeah. a lot of maniacal laughing. He's he's the uh, the head of the nightclub and, and the head gangster. Yeah. And and you'd recognise him from uh, House of Cards. He plays Remy. Of course in House he of does. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's good as Remy. Yeah, he is. Which yeah, is yeah. bizarre, but I'm, he's okay in this. He's not bad. Not as bad as the other one who turns up later, Diamondback. Yeah. Who is uh, truly dreadful. Um, and you've got Shades. Now, I had a real problem with him because every single scene, he walks in and takes off his glasses. <laughs> it's like for every scene, or he's putting them on. I mean, it is, I know your name, Shades. It's like CSI Miami. <laughs> it, is, it, was, it, was, it was like a joke. It, was, it got to a point My where name's it was fucking Shades. It was crazy, and and for six or seven episodes, I was well on board. Yeah, really on board, really enjoying it until the unpenetrable man got penetrated. The yeah. bulletproof man got shot with a special bullet. Mm. Sorry if that's a spoiler. I won't say any more than that. That ruined it for me. I thought, come on, you can do better than that. Yeah, um, and the acting of some of the people in it is piss poor, isn't it? It's so bad, and the script doesn't help either. No. I mean. They certainly didn't go to the wire to get these people. I don't know where they got them, they, <laughs> they, these actors. They, they're, they're soap soap opera actors. That, that's they're, exactly what they are. Yeah. Dreadful actors, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and it ruined it for me. Yeah. It absolutely ruined it for me. I mean, I, I think... Uh, I, I disagree with Misty Knight. I thought she was pretty poor through it. I oh, thought okay. It okay. Some, of, some of the lines... I mean, she, she swallowed a lot of her dialogue. Uh, so did what's her name? Rosario uh, Dawson. No, no, she was right. Oh, she, she was, was right. Like, okay. um, what's her name? The, the lead woman, the baddie. Oh, oh, the 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 the, the male. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was dreadful. She was dreadful. I Truly thought, dreadful. I thought Copperhead was pretty good. I thought he was okay. Uh, I thought he was be- the best of the bunch of the baddies. Yeah, and I oh, I actually did like Diamondback. Did you? I thought the do- I thought the stuff that was written for him was quite poor. Yeah. But I thought the delivery it was really menacing. Did uh, and I quite and I quite liked that because the other guy was okay. a bit soft and you know a bit you know oh he's going to turn like you got to be careful because he's going to turn and he'll just pop a cap in your ass. Yeah. This guy was just like, no, no, just pop a gap in your ass. Yeah, yeah. Like, and he was immediately threatening. It was a kind of good scene around the table with all the other gangsters. Yes, that was very good. Quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was, it was, there were good bits in it, and that's what's so annoying when you get some good parts in it, yeah. and then just real bad, like you say, soap opera, sort of mm. days of our lives acting. Yeah, yeah. On a show that's obviously cost quite a bit of money. Yeah. Um. Well, I, well, I say it's cost a lot. They should have spent a lot of money because they obviously do on Daredevil. Yes. And. There's a, there's a uh, sorry to interrupt. I Go think that there's a there's a very clear point to make this though. There's no point in having there's no there's no scope to have special effects in this. No, because he's not like kung fu or anything like that. It, all he can do is he's really strong. Yeah. And he's bulletproof. So how many times can you show him like getting holes in his shirt? Yeah, like, I, ping, I know. Ping, but that, that is that that was the problem with the show again. The villains didn't have any superpowers. Yeah. So when when the only super the only thing that's going to kill him or uh, hurt him is a special bullet. 
That's fucking lame in my book. There was no, there was no villain. He, if he wanted to, he could have just walked in that nightclub at any moment, just snapped the geezer's neck. Yeah. And that was my other, that was the other point of contention with it as well. When you talk about Daredevil, mm. there are scenes you can talk about in Daredevil. Yeah. The the Punisher fight scene in the prison, the stairwell scene with, yeah. with Daredevil, all these fight scenes. You uh, now I know he's, I know he's bulletproof, and I know he can't really have a fight, but there's nothing to talk about. Yeah. There's no outstanding scene in Luke Cage where you go. What about that? Yeah, there no, wasn't one of them scenes. I agree. I mean, there was. They did try and do something which I think is now fast becoming like a staple of these Marvel TV shows. Yeah. Is the hallway scene? Because the thing mm. about every every show, yeah. So both seasons of Daredevil, uh, Jessica Jones have all had a hallway yeah, scene in yeah. inverted commas, and so's Luke Cage when he goes into um, yeah, he goes into the Christmas uh, Watkins or whatever it's called. He goes into the place where like it's like the the, the vault. storage of the bank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all the guns are. Yeah, there is uh, a wicked scene in that one bit where he bends a, a car door around someone. Just yes. bends a car door. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shrugging your shoulders. Yeah, there. it's just a little. Yeah. It's just like yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was, I, I was both. I both enjoyed it and was disappointed by it at the same time. Yeah. It, it's it's truly a wonderful thing to sit down in front of my television and watch a fucking Luke Cage yeah. TV yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not like it's not been made for the money that we've got in our pockets now yeah yeah um but, but it's a, it feels like a missed opportunity <clears throat> yeah I, I i think it's a difficult sell as well and it's a difficult thing to make yeah uh because he's he's not the he's not a lead character he's very much a, a, a large part of a smaller group so when yeah. you've got the, the defenders, defenders he's a he's a big part of that yeah um, he's he's the heart of it to a point because you got you know Daredevil's is going to kill people, uh, Punisher's going to kill people, yeah. Jessica Jones has killed people and will kill people. Completely amoral on that. Iron Fist, yeah, he kills people all the yeah. time. Why not? Um, whereas he's going to be a bit more like, well, do you know what? How about we try Let's and settle this? In a, yeah, think about it. Try and settle yeah, it in a different yeah. way because he's a massive lump yeah. and he's also arguably the most caring of all those yeah. characters. Um, you get that strange dichotomy with him, and I think that makes him more sympathetic. Uh, but it, to have a whole season of him just going, yeah. well, I don't want to hurt someone. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. We know you're a good guy. Yeah, like it yeah, was a lot of melancholy sort of oh, love's interests all the way yeah. through it, which I didn't mind. Did you? Not? I, I liked seeing that, and it would have been better if they'd done more of that to establish that as being like the love interest as being the place where they can hurt him. Rather than yeah, as you say, yeah, have these true. like stupid special bullets. special bullets. It's like at the end of fucking that Wolverine film where they shoot him with the fucking amnesia bullet. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, if I shoot him this this special bullet in the head, he won't remember anything. We can carry it on, and nothing happened. Oh, nice. We one. know we've made a shit film here. We yeah. can release it. <laughs> and then, then we can have Brian Cox in the sequel that we made ten years ago. That's arguably better than anything we've ever made. Well done, Fox. Well done. Um, yeah, it is a missed opportunity. I mean, as far as the the of the four seasons that Marvel have made yeah. of television shows so far, it is the worst. Yeah, but I mean, it's still it's it's better than a season of My Family. Yeah, I've never seen My Family. <laughs> I, I, I completely agree with you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna cut that clip out. <laughs> but something else. In. <laughs> I've never seen My Family, Al. <laughs> yum 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 that's your podcast title yum yum <laughs> I think I think given the pause or the delay in between us uh, releasing this one and the last one the podcast title will be we're really sorry yeah we're really sorry yeah. <laughs> in brackets yum yum <laughs> I've got to do that now I've got to do that now um, yeah so Colt what would you give it 
Um, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna be generous to give it a six. Okay. Yeah. You? Uh, I'm gonna go one high. I'm gonna go seven. Okay. Right. Um. Yeah. I don't. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't great. I struggled to get through the last four episodes. I really struggled. Yeah. I like, I've got to, but I, I, I struggled. I must point out the final fight is laughable. The siege. I can talk about. I can talk about the crapness of it for age, which is yeah. terrible because I really don't want to. Because there are things I like, but the siege as well. Do you remember the siege in in the uh, the nightclub? Yes. Uh, that was a laughable. Yeah. Laughable. Ridiculous. A whole a whole episode. A whole episode in one of the most stupid sieges I've ever seen. Yeah. You know, Lasseter's had a better siege <laughs> than that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't bounce it. He was bulletproof. He was bulletproof. And yeah, he got killed by a car. Yeah, but I penetrated him. <laughs> he got penetrated by a ute. <laughs> he did. <laughs> That's Australian for utility vehicle, <laughs> not, not not for youth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Toadfish put him in a bucket. Oh, Jesus just, Christ. I'm, I'm gonna Toadfish. Go, I'm going to go into my you strange... You it a lot longer than I did. My strange neighbours, like <laughs> slash fiction, between Toadfish and Bouncer. <laughs> Uh, I stopped watching it by the time. You're a real good boy. Oh, you're a real good boy. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Make of that what you will. uh, Wow. Uh, Two of you. Dumb, dumb. Okay. As in a dumb, dumb bullet. Yeah. I don't know if you got that. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I did get it. Thanks. Yeah. Didn't like it though. (laughs) (laughs) I was drinking a wine. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was was letting it. I could see the grimace. The grass is see through. You know. I could see your face behind it. He grimaced. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll go with Luke away. Okay, uh, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Much better than mine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Uh, okay, so uh, that is Luke Cage available now on Netflix. Uh, yeah, check it out. Why not? I mean, you, I mean, you're going to have to anyway, but just understand that it's not as good as like, the others. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I think that's safe yeah, to say. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Uh, cool. So, um, what should we talk about now? Let's should we talk about something not Marvel? Okay, good. Yeah, okay. yeah. Let's talk about uh, a documentary. Yes. Which uh, got a limited cinema release mm-hmm. uh, and is now available on Amazon Instant Prime or whatever it's called. Is it? And uh, I believe you can get it on uh, something else. Okay. That's something else. Yeah, it's, uh, it's video on demand services. Yeah. Let's just say that. I know Vod. it's not. Vod, yeah, I know it's not available on Netflix. But the, the the documentary we're talking about is called Tickled, and I'll give you the uh, IMDb uh, synopsis now. Yeah. Uh, and it is journalist David Farrier stumbles upon a mysterious tickling competition online as he delves deeper. He comes up against the fierce resistance that doesn't stop him getting to the bottom of a story stranger than fiction. Yeah. Um, now, as that description says, this uh, stars, if you want to say that, because it is a documentary, uh, David Farrier, an Australian journalist, uh, and a guy called uh, Dylan Reeve, who is the cameraman, uh, the sure, cam- yeah, yeah. cameraman yeah. Uh, and partner as well. Partner within the, it's just them two, isn't it? They yes. Are just, they are like a producer and, well, I don't know what they are, but they're a partnership in this. Yes. Yeah. Documentary partnership. Yeah, completely. Uh, and the story goes that um, he, he he stumbles upon this uh, video of these like young lads uh, like tickling each other, and it's like uh, it's like extreme uh, yeah, sport competitive tickling. Yeah, tickling. So, competitive uh, I, I don't tickling. know. I don't know how it's scored. Um, I know. All I know is I always win. <laughs> uh, and he's like, he, he sees this, and he's like, "Well, what's up? What's up about this?" And um, so 
tries to like do investigate. He like call uh, drops an email to someone or whoever who's posted the video. Yeah, the production said, team or whatever it is, isn't it? That's it's like right. Star yeah. Productions or something. Yeah, and um, just says, okay, um, can we have a can I have an interview? I, I've <coughs> seen this interesting doing it, like talking to you about it, and they're like, no. He's like, oh, you know, so follows out. He's like, oh, you know, as good journalists do, can I have an interview, please? Just what I've seen is, yeah. and basically what he gets back is just masses and masses of abuse, homophobic, because he's he's gay. This yeah, guy. yeah, homophobic abuse, calling him a faggot, and this is not for you. And yeah, fuck off back to Fagland yeah. and all the, that. The, there it's, is nothing gay about this. Yeah, like, <laughs> sorry, yeah. sorry, mate. It, it kind it, of is. I'm, I'm gay, and I'm telling you, <laughs> this is a little bit gay. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone would know, it'd be me. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and that, that piques his interest even more. He's like, whoa. Yeah, and they start threatening him yeah. with like, legal action. That, and he's like, well, fuck this. I'm on the other side of the planet. Yeah, he's like, in Australia. This is in America. Yeah. So like, he's going to keep going. He keeps going and going and going. And they're threatening him with legal action. And, you know, actual solicitors come over and they have... Like, but he meets them at the airport. Yeah. Actual free American, like heavy solicitors, come yeah. over and he meets them at with the a, airport with a with, pink placard. Yeah, with like rainbow yeah, placards. Yeah, that's it. Wonderful. It was brilliant. Yeah. yeah, all filmed, all on there, and it's it's a joy to behold their faces as they walk yeah. off this long flight from America <laughs> to see this rainbow black card with their names <laughs> plastered all over it. So like, new, uh, yeah. is, uh, is, is like a new unicorn of that is shit. Yeah. It was lovely. <laughs> is he New Zealand or Australian? Is it? Oh, is it New Zealand? Was it? Might be. Might be. Okay. Um, so whatever it says, there's like yeah. yeah, like New Zealand welcomes the, these yeah, people, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and they're saying like, oh, you can't, you can't film with. Yeah. No, no, actually, no, it's fine. I can do that now. I yeah, can they're do telling him what he can and can't yeah. do in his own country. It's like brilliant. Goes, oh, this really makes me unhappy about this. Yeah. He goes, well, I'm sorry about that, but like, we're allowed to do it. So whatever. Uh, it was it was a good cop bad cop kind of thing. Wasn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. And I thank you very much. Like we really appreciate. It. And the other was like, don't you fucking film me. <laughs> it was like bizarre. <laughs> but the, 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 the whole thing progresses that. Um, and I'm not going to spoil anything here, because everyone straight off the bat, everyone should track this down and watch it. It's I think unbelievably the good. The best thing to do, and I think me and Andy, I mean, we heard about this because it was it was bigger cans than that. It was it, yeah. was, it was on the documentary circuit or the film circuit. It was a massive hit, mm. and uh, I think we both saw the trailer, and the trailer hooks you immediately. Yeah. So what I would say to people, watch the trailer because it's like a it's like a thriller. Yeah, it's like I, a real life thriller. It's one hundred percent. Yeah, it is. It is cut. It is cut and shot and paced like a thriller. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. A, like a political like thriller, spotlight or one. Yeah. You know, what, you know, a journalistic thriller. It's mad. Yeah. But the 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 level of sort of malice and bullying and deceit Incredible. that runs through this story is uh, is amazing and, and and quite terrifying as well. Yeah, and it's told with, with such clarity uh, and you know a completely unbiased point of view. This, yeah. this guy just spills out the facts, sort of sight unseen. Um, but he gets uh, so gets right in there, doesn't he? Mm. I mean, just from that one email of like "fuck off, you fag," to going across, he he goes to America to find out exactly what's going on. Gets interviewed with people who've been yeah. tickled, the comp- <laughs> you know, turns yeah. up at competitions and stuff, and just finds out exactly what no one else has been able mm. to find out about what's exactly what's going on. It's yeah. incredible to watch. Uh, and fascinating. Um, I mean, I, I think that I think the bloke deserves all the awards he gets. Massively. Uh, it, it's it's such a masterfully told piece of work. It's one of the uh, best documentaries I've ever seen. I yeah. mean, me and Sally sat there just open mouthed. Yeah. Through it, going, what the fuck? <laughs> how, how, what? It was just bizarre. <laughs> it's crazy. And by the end, you're like, oh, 
Yeah, like, brilliant. But, it, oh. Yeah, it is a yeah. It leaves a very nasty taste. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's like a thriller with a bit of horror in there. Yeah, and it's it's also funny and I mean, a bit like catfish as well. Do you remember? Yeah, the, the I do. Yeah, catfish. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that. Do you not? Okay. I didn't. I didn't like it as a film. Okay. Um, and I like it even less as a television show. Oh god! Oh yeah, I won't watch um, that. Sally used to love that. Ooh. Yeah, dreadful. Uh, but yeah, David Farrier. Um, uh, deserves to get everything. He's great, isn't he? He's terrific. He's very funny, very, you know, it's clear that they are attacking him personally, as well as everything that he does and everything he stands for. I mean, uh, he's doing this with them saying they're going to destroy his life, they're going to make him quit his job, they're going to take everything, every bit of money. He's got so much uh, litigation up his arse, it's unreal, isn't it? He's being sued left, right and centre by these people. Mm. And uh, it's incredible. He just he's brave enough, and he's yes. and, he's, and he's the cameraman who really tells him to carry on. Yeah, says, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, fuck this. We we're, we're doing this. Yeah, and he had, um, yeah, you know, he's got stuff to lose. Yeah, they've got families and yeah. kids and stuff. You know, and they said, you know, we could lose everything here, and the cameraman's like, fucking, we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. Yeah, yeah, he was wicked. Yeah, I loved him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not sure what else we can say about this. Not much. To to you know, if you if you're not convinced by what we're saying. Um, then watch the trailer. What you watch the trailer. Understand this. It's not so much about the tickling stuff. No, no, no. It's more about everything that surrounds that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's just phenomenal. And yeah. I highly recommend it for me. Um, Colin, what would you give it? Yeah, I'll give it a nine. A okay. Nine out of ten. Yeah, yeah. As documentaries go, there's not much, not many better documentaries than this out there. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I'd go nine as well. Cool. Wicked. Two of you. Tickled pink. Nice. Thanks. I would go with uh, Feather Touch. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so it's tickled. Highly recommend. Can't recommend it highly enough. Yeah. Um, it's absolutely up there. Yeah. Uh, go check it out. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to talk about now uh, a little horror gem. Uh, it's just been released November 11th. It was released. It's yeah. called The Monster. Ooh. And <laughs> and it's directed by Brian Bertino, and uh, it stars Zoe Kazan and Ella Ballantyne and it's the story of a dysfunctional daughter mother relationship mm. um, it's, it's the mother's an alcoholic terrible alcoholic who's, and a 13 year old daughter's just had enough and she's like just take me to dad's I can't live with dad um, so they go on a road trip yep. uh, to, to drive to the dad dad's house and on the way on a dark night dark rainy proper stormy night they have a blowout and they hit a wolf in the middle of the, in, in a, on a sort of back road that's yeah. in a forest, uh, and that's it. And they they phone for a, an ambulance because the mum's had a had a bad crash. She's got like cut head and stuff, and they phone for an AA bloke as well. And while alcoholics are normal, yeah, yeah, just what she needs. <laughs> and while they're there, they're like, should we go and see if that that wolf's all right? No would be the answer. And, and yeah. the mum's like, well, look, it's, it hasn't moved in 10 minutes. Like, we've been here 10 minutes. I'm pretty sure it's dead. And they go, oh, cool, let's go and have a look. So I go and have a look at this wolf. And it's been mauled. Not just the car's here. It's something else yeah. has, has had a go at it. And they find this big, giant tooth in it. And they're not fucking on. They go back to the car. And like five minutes later, they're looking away, having a chat. And the wolf's gone. Mm-hmm. But the be- So what happens is there's a monster in these woods. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's after them. But the best thing about this film is that it keeps going back. It keeps going back to their relationship and how they, how they've come to this point of them having to, you know, separate really yeah. as mother and daughter. Like flashbacks. Flashbacks to, okay. to them in their sort of, you know, it's like a trash house if you know what I mean. Yeah. There's beer cans and drugs everywhere. And, yeah. You know, it's horrible. But you really get to see a, a, a relationship being destroyed by by alcohol. Mm-hmm. So you've got this wonderful, really brilliantly acted drama 
in the background, and then in the foreground, this fucking monster horror movie going on in this car. Yeah. Um, it's really affecting. It's one of the. I tell you what, it's like it's like Babadook. Have you, yeah. you seen Babadook? Yeah? yeah. Very, very, very similar to that in the fact mm. you know you've got two people who are really bad for each other, but they yeah. happen to be mother and daughter. <laughs> um, and it works really well. The monster itself, you see a lot of the monster. It's quite evil. It's quite well designed. It's good. The CG effects are very good. Is it all CG? Any practical? I don't know. It, it, I think a lot of it is a man in a suit, but it does. Hey. I think man in a suit, but it does look pretty. It's the stuff of nightmares. I mean, they start. They talk at the start of uh, there are monsters out there, and you just have to look, and and, and they yeah. will, they are looking at you. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a really it was a really good horror, really good, yeah. really tense. Is I mean, the, it's not the mo- just them two in the car. People yeah. turn up and stuff happens. You know, it's quite violent, it's quite gory, um, and it's really sad. By the end, of it, it was it was it was it was a really affecting horror film, which. Yeah. It's a great, great thing. You don't get that very often. So, um, yeah, like I said, like Babadook, but a little gem, an mm. absolute little gem. Is yeah. the is the monster a metaphor for alcoholism? Well, there is definitely that. There is definitely that and uh, the fear of the unknown and the fear of leaving home and fear of being alone and, yeah. and alcoholism. Yeah, I mean, you, you could play you could play it and talk about it any way you like and it, that is definitely a metaphor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I see that Scott Speedman's in it as well. I don't know why he's even in there. He's in there for... Seven or eight seconds. Really? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's literally a two-hander, and then you get a, a bloke turn up to fix the car and an ambulance crew as well. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's really good, Alan. It's really good. Uh, is it a long film? Is no, it? No, hour and a half. Okay. Hour and a half, and it speeds by. Like I say, the dramas. Like it's it's really good because something horrible will happen. Like an arm will like f- hit the hit the front of the car. And he'll be in the car, and the arm will be there, and it, like the drama's just happened, and then it will just flash back yeah. to a scene of them, you know, her frying up in the toilet, and the, like her, cut, you know, stroking her mum's hair while her mum's like completely vomiting blood and stuff. Yeah. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, I don't know what's worse for the daughter that or an arm, like seven <laughs> arm on the boot of the car. Like, you know, it's it's uh, it, it's it was just brilliant. And no really one forced her to go Ibiza. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> We've all done that. We've all done that. <laughs> uh, wicked. I mean, yeah. Anything else to say about it? Like, no, no. That's. I don't want to say much more because it'll ruin it. It's just yeah. watch it. It's on. It, it was on multi-release, so it's on VOD. Yep. Uh, and 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 then the pictures. You won't be able to find it. The pictures. No. Out, but, I, I, um, I've never heard of it. To be honest with you. No, if you're not, okay. But um, yeah, look look at it. If you like your horror, and you like your horror a little bit different, a little bit um, thoughtful. Yeah. This this is the horror for you, especially if you like the Babadook. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Okay, what would you give it? Uh, I'll give it an eight out of ten. Nice. Yeah, lovely. Two of you. Alcohol's bad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, um, I'm just. Well, gonna, it's not. Not uh, for me and you. Just, it's just not. enjoy my nice glass of wine. <laughs> Um, I don't know how that's going to come out. I can't gor- wait for my daughter to rub my hair while I vomit blood into a sink. <laughs> She's a few years late for that, mate. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, cool. The monster. There we go. Available yeah. now on many, many places. Um, should we keep up the horror bent? Yeah, go, go. Uh, let's talk about Don't Breathe. Oh yeah, um, nice. Now this this was um, I think when this was around when we was last podcasting. So yeah. it's been out for years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, it's a cult classic now. It is, it, absolutely. Uh, and uh, I'll, again, I'll read the IMDb synopsis. Uh, Rocky, a young woman wanting to start a better life for her and her sister, agrees to take part in a robbery of a house owned by a wealthy blind man with a boyfriend's 
with her boyfriend Money and their friend Alex. But when the blind man turns out to be a more ruthless adversary than he seems, the group must find a way to escape his home before they become his newest victims. Yeah. Um, I tried to put that as nicely as possible. Yeah, it was very charming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, he kills the fuck out of them. Uh, now, this film stars uh, Jane Levy, uh, not from A Mighty Wind and all those things, uh, Dylan Minnette, and uh, Daniel Zotavo. Uh, is he the arsehole one? Yeah, he is. Money. And uh, the wonderful Stephen Lang. Yeah, I love Stephen Lang. He is quality. Very underused, don't he, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a theatre actor. Oh, by is trade, he? Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Um, God, I could have done with him on uh, Luke Cage. They could have done. Although he knows that acting film. I mean, you want to talk about whitewashing? Oh, yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> Stephen Lang is Luke Cage. I mean, don't get me wrong. Stephen Lang's big as fuck. Yeah, he's ripped to shit. He'd make a good white Luke Cage. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, he'd probably be my first choice. Um, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, in the, in this, he's he's menacing and just you know unhinged. Yeah. But there's a bent of sadness about it. I mean, it work, It works. It works really well because. Um, you feel you feel sympathy for the three, or at least two, of the uh, young leads who are going into the house. I feel sympathy for one of them. Okay, for one of them. Yeah. For kind of the reasons they just want to get out. There. I mean, it's a shithole wherever yeah. they're living. It's a shithole. I mean, the house they go and rob is like on a derelict street. Seems yeah. to be the only house that's got a occupant in it. Yes. Um, so they're living in Shitsville and they just want to get out. And the only way they know how to get out is to thieve enough stuff. Yeah. to get out that, that's what they want to do and they're told that in this house is a million pounds uh, payout from the from the government or the army because of his blindness during a war I think was it uh, like no that? it was his daughter was killed oh was it that's so, right. uh, so oh, that's there was right. yeah, yeah. Uh, money from like, yeah, the lawyers uh, the lawyers that's yeah. right so, so I felt sympathy for them and then also you're like you're fucking robbing a blind man here. yeah so you feel sympathy for the blind man because he's terrified at the start yeah, as well. yeah, when yeah. he finds them in there it's like Jesus Christ but then you, your allegiances soon soon change. I reckon sort of halfway through. Yeah. Who, who you really want to? Who you really care about? <laughs> but it's tense as fuck, isn't it? It is. It, it's it's uh, directed by Fede Alvarez. Um, now I'm just going to bring up some of the other stuff he's done. He he directed uh, uh, the uh, remake of Evil Dead. Right. Well, I hate him for that. Uh, do you? Yeah, it's a fucking dreadful remake. Did not like it. Dreadful. Uh, and he's done it, done a couple of other stuff as well. Um, uh, he, I think he's done a lot of episodes of the From Dust Till Dawn TV show. Never. Saw, have you seen any? <clears throat> I've seen a couple of episodes of it, but any good? I, I, I have no idea what was going on. Oh, okay. It was just like on. on okay. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, he, he obviously does a lot of stuff with uh, Sam Raimi. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Sam Raimi produces this film. Uh, and it, it reeks of Raimi. Well, it, well, well funny. It's, it's funny you say that because I thought it reeks of Craven. Because yeah, I don't I, know if you've ever seen the people under the stairs. I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which that's that is pretty much the same story. Yeah, a, a, a boy and his uncle go to rob a house, and when they get in, there's a couple of fucking lunatics who have been kidnapping boys and like stick them in the cellar and abusing them, and some yeah. of them have creeped out and live in the walls. Um, and it was it was a bit like that, and it, it got a bit like that it as did. well. Yeah, I'm not sure whether that third act worked in this. It ta- it definitely takes a turn. And a, I, and I'm not, t- there's we're a tonal not, shift. Yeah, let's we're not, put it that way. <laughs> and we're not going to spoil any no. of that because uh, it it does work. 
but it, it's a, it's a jarring move. Yeah, uh, when it when it when it hits. Yeah, uh, and I, I was I was a little bit like, and everyone who watches it or has seen it will know the point I'm talking about. It's a love. Um, it's a it's a marmite moment. For yeah, a lot of it people, is. Yeah, without uh, a doubt. And I was like, oh, what? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're there. We're there. Right. I, and and I, because I'd enjoyed the rest of the film so much, <coughs> um, I, I I just took it at face value. I was like, okay, well, I'll go with this. I'll go with it. Yeah. Uh, exactly and I did enjoy. I did enjoy the film. Yeah. Largely because of uh, Stephen Lang, yeah, I think, and also the the, the, the lead, the lead, the uh, young Jane guy. Levy, very good, superb, very good, absolutely superb. He had the look of fear down to a T. He looked absolutely terrible. You mean the boy? Yeah, the boy. Oh, are you talking about the girl? The girl, yeah. yeah oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the, yeah. Actually, the, the lead boy was very yeah, good as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he, he's been good in a lot of things. Um, but yeah, she was she yeah. was absolutely superb. I mean, even he, even the uh, the boyfriend. He, I mean, he played yeah. he played a cunt really well. Yeah, no, he did. He did. Yeah. Um, it's really. T- it's, I mean, this house is just a. It's dark in there, and it's all locked up, and there's no way they're getting out. Yeah. And the tenseness of just any movement or a creaky floorboard or like don't breathe, literally, because yeah. yeah. he will hear you, and he's like he knows that house. Yeah, and it's pitch black in there. To me, it felt like. Um, uh, the Conjuring Two, when yeah. when when you were in the house and you felt that like the 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 film and the director had total control over everything yeah, in yeah, there, yeah. Um, and it was masterful. It was just yeah. like everything was there for a purpose. Yeah, uh, and in that, obviously, it was supposed to be like someone's house in Enfield, whereas this is just a blind dude's house, yeah. Yeah, so it yeah, doesn't yeah. need to be decorated. Everything's yeah. just it was grim, grim. Yeah. yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's, no, it's all like clean. It's just like yeah. old and. Like it doesn't need to be like pretty. Yeah, yeah. There was no like wallpaper and stuff. No, no it was just a box standard house. And there's cool, uh, nice little touches like there's um, uh, pictures, like framed pictures on a mantelpiece, and a couple of them upside down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the fuck? Like it doesn't matter. You can't yeah. fucking see them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And it's it's touches like that that, that really appealed to me. Yeah. That was like, of course, it he wouldn't have like, I don't know, nice wallpaper and like this, that, and the other. Yeah. Everything's functional, and because he's blind, it's very tactile. Everything's got a handle on it, yeah. or it's you know it's uh it's got some kind of haptic feedback to it. So you know stuff's got sandpaper on it, so he knows what it is. Yeah. And um, I don't know, like a hammer has got something on it, so he knows it's a hammer. That sort of thing. Yeah. And because he can operate in the dark, and they can't. It's very very easy to start turn the tables. Yeah, oh, massively. Yeah. Uh, when and, he does it, turn the tables, it's it's really tense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I loved it. Yeah, I, no, really I did. did. I did. I uh, and uh, the good news is they've got a, uh, a sequel in the works. Have they? Yep. Um, I only read this today, actually. And okay. uh, Raimi said uh, he, he said it's probably the best idea for a sequel I've really? ever seen. Okay, Which of course cool. he would because he's fucking producing well, he's in it. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I believe you know, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. trust him on that. Yep. I, I would think that if you were going to make a sequel to this film, you would need to have a good idea. Yep. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, and they—I think he said as well that they, the, the the main one they had was so studio unfriendly that they'd need to like find alternate financing for uh, it. Also, it's, oh right, like, that's wicked. Then. So, so that's, that's what that, they're doing. Yeah, that, oh, that kind of that kind oh. of piqued my interest. Lovely. It's like so if it's studio if, unfriendly, the best two, two word word review <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard. <laughs> Maybe just wrote his own yeah. two word review. I mean, that's giving me a hard on studio unfriendly. <laughs> well done, Sam. You've given Colin a stiffy. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I absolutely loved it, Colin. What would you give it? Uh, I'll give it an eight out of ten. Okay, yeah, really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, 
<laughs> oh dear. I think I'm going to have to go eight as well. Okay, okay. No, Do actually, you... fuck it. I'm going nine. Do I, I really liked Do it. it. Okay, I, I cool. I liked it. Wicked. Um, yeah. Two of you? Uh, turkey baster. Okay. Uh. <laughs> and you, Ellen? Uh, I would go with... Night Terrors. Okay, nice. Yes. Uh, so that is Don't Breathe, uh, available now on... Uh, well, it's on disc now. <laughs> is it on disc? Yeah, it's available now Jesus, on disc and, quick, and digital download. No, it's just been out for ages because we haven't done a podcast <laughs> forever. Um, so yeah, Don't Breathe, available now. Absolutely <gasps> check it out, highly recommended. Uh, <gasps> it's right, you can breathe. No, I don't want to breathe. He's in here. What? You're fine. <laughs> 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 just a massive cookie yeah. jar. Um, <laughs> yum, yum. Of uh, course, cool. so don't breathe. Available now. <gasps> <laughs> uh, yeah, check it out. Absolutely check it out. Cole, you've seen a, uh, a film, which I've not seen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is called Hunt, Hunt for the, Wild- the Wilder People. Or Wilder People. Wilder People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What um, do you think of it? Mate, it's, this is a fucking proper little gem of a film it's absolutely superb yeah it's um it's directed by taika watiti as we talked of uh, uh, talked of in an earlier podcast yep. who's now doing the new thor ragnarok <coughs> yep film uh, it stars sam neill as heck uh, julian dennison as a foster boy being fostered right uh, and uh and rima Rima Tiwati Wiata. It sounds like a foreign Bless name. You. It sounds like it sounds like sounds she, like a foreign name. Sorry, you know, I mean, it sounds like you know she's like a, you know, like a, a Maori or something. Yeah, because it's in New Zealand, but she's not. Uh, and they're they're a couple, and uh, it starts. They live in a in a in a house in the middle of nowhere in New Zealand. Right, yeah. absolutely in the middle of nowhere, but beautifully surrounding woods and whatever. Have you ever been to New Zealand? Never. Have you? No, no, I'd like to go. Oh, yeah, I'd love that. It looks it, wicked, It's it? just too far away. Y- yes, it is a little bit far. Although, I would, I, I mean, I'm going to Australia next year, so um, I'd, I'd rather go there. I'd rather go to New Zealand, because like, <laughs> I think there's less things to kill me there. Uh, and it's far prettier. But never mind. Anyway, so so this uh, this kid, this uh, he's called Ricky in this in this uh, Julian De- Derrickson, I think his name. Yeah, Den- Denison. He gets he gets delivered to them, uh, and they're going to foster him. Yeah, because uh, this is his last chance. He's been thrown out of everywhere for setting fire to. He, he's a precocious little fat fat little fuck. Yeah, and he he, he rocks up, and uh, Rachel House, who's Paula, is like his care. He's like the the person who looks you know gets him trying to get him into his family. He's like, basically his agent. <laughs> But she's horrible. She's like, Ricky, come here, you fat little shit. She's like, this is your last chance. If you don't do this, you go out to like ball stall. And, yeah. and you've beaten a ball stall before. You know what it's like. So fucking behave yourself yeah. here. We'll come back and get you. They like, bring him in a police car. That's like, you know, <laughs> it's like bizarre. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. And he fucking, he loves it there because the woman, this uh, Bella, is the best mum in the world. One of the funniest brilliant characters mm. in a film you'll ever see Sam Neill is the husband heck who just doesn't want to know yeah. it's obviously they've never had a kid she's always wanted a kid and yeah. she just wants to love someone mm. and he's just like he's like uh, he's got a massive beard Sam Neill he's just like an old curmudgeon he's like just fucking stay out my way like, that's exactly what he's like he's just yeah. doing stuff like goes hunting and stuff. just wants a kid out of his way anyway after a few months a, a, a tragedy befalls them and uh, and Sam Neill by this point has, has come to begrudgingly like the kid yeah uh, but he gets a letter from social services saying obviously because of this tragedy we've got to come and pick the boy up and this Ricky says I'm not going if I go if I go now they're, uh, they're just going to send me a ball so this was my last chance yeah. he said I'm going to go and live in the woods 
So he just one night he gets gets his backpack, this little fourteen year old kid or thirteen year old kid, and just fucks off into the woods. So obviously Sam Neil goes and finds him, and they decide to go on the run and live in the woods of New Zealand. Why? Nice. Why everyone by this point <coughs> is now hunting for these two because it basically it's seen as kidnapping. He's kidnapped this boy, and he's not a kidnapper. And they they talk him about being a paedophile and stuff. Yeah. And so everyone's hunting him. And he, it's really funny situations where they go, they find a log cabin. And they thought, think, oh, we're still some food from there. And these hunters come back, and they, 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 they oh, we've seen you on the telly. We're gonna bring you back. But they always keep, they keep getting one over them and things mm. like this. It is really, really funny. It's one of the ch- most charming, heartfelt films I've seen in years. Yeah. Uh, Sam Neill and like I said, uh, Rima Tiwaita, whatever her name is. It's just absolute. And Ricky as well. They're just three of the best characters. You'll ever see in a film. It's yeah. just absolutely charming. Like we said, this uh, the director's done what we've done in the shadow. So you know, uh, it gets humour. He, he times his time, yeah. his comedy timing is perfect. Is he in this? No, no, no. He's not in it. No, okay. it's this it's, 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 it's your three hander. Mm. Uh, and the woman chasing them like this. This Rachel has plays Paula. This, uh, like you said, uh, he, the agent is going through the forest with a gun as well, like, <laughs> chasing them. Like, and there's there's a brilliant scene where she sort of says that she's the Terminator, and he's like Sarah Connor like, over a, <laughs> over like a bridge, like a broken bridge. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 I'm the Terminator. You're Sarah Connor. Like, no, fuck you, fuck you. You're, I'm the Terminator, like, and I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna kill you. I'm like, I don't mean I'm gonna kill you. And she's like, oh, it's just brilliant, really, really. Charming film, uh, and it's just yeah. Me and me and Sally watched it. Absolutely loved it. Loved what, it. What would you compare it to? Uh, totally. God, um... That's a good question. I'm struggling to think of anything like mm. it. I've never seen a kid on the run. Oh, I tell you what, it was a little bit similar to it's Kevin Bacon film. Is no, it? Like no, uh, what like no no not what, what the raft one. No. Oh. No, I'll tell you what is similar to Moonrise Kingdom. Right, do you okay. That? I the, do. Uh, yeah, Ed yeah. Norton, yeah, yeah. Cub Scouts go missing as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, have a love affair kind of thing. Mm. Similar to that. That's the only few I'd okay. say it's similar to. But it, and it's, it's humour-wise, it's like that. It's almost like a what's his name? Uh, who done Moonrise Kingdom? Oh, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Very, yeah. very Wes Anderson-esque. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I, I think that uh, Waikiki Takiki or whatever his yeah. name is. I think there there is obviously some influence there from the life. Yeah, of Wes, I, Wes yeah, Anderson. Got to it, be, I mean. Yeah. I think he wears these sort of indie sensibilities on his sleeve mm. uh, with these things, even like what we do in the shadows. And I think that's much of the reason why they hired him for Thor. Yeah, so, like, I can't wait to see Thor now. No, no, no. I cannot no. wait to see what he does with that. Yeah, I mean, you've seen the you've seen the little short. Yeah, which oh, is yeah. so funny. Yeah, I mean, that's the kind of humour that it's run runs through this film as well. That that sort of yeah. stupid humour. I, I think there's, there's a difference between having like the sort of slapsticky humour, which you get in a lot of like. Marvel films, yeah, yeah, uh, and then having the stuff that's a bit more thoughtful, that's a bit more sort of character based, yeah, which you got in um, uh, the first Thor film, yeah, yeah, well, Kenneth Branagh, yeah, done that, exactly, yeah, yeah, and yeah. obviously he's got more of a, a, a lent towards uh, yeah. like the, the the dialogue, the d- dialogue, <laughs> comic timing dialogue yeah, as well, uh, exactly, yeah, yeah. I mean the, the sort of classical way that things are done, yeah, uh, yeah. You that... forget, Thor was a fucking funny film, really. Oh, it's great, it? really yeah. funny, yeah. I mean, even the second, out of water thing was just great. Yeah, even the second one's got some good, um, got some good moments. Yeah, in it. I mean, yeah. it's got a terrible villain, it's mostly pwned, but yeah. uh, it's it's not bad. Yeah, it's yeah. all right. I mean, all the all the bits with like Jane and like Cat. I almost said Cat Dealey, Cat Dennings, and uh, Eric Selvig, and all that. It's, yeah. like, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. 
Um, excellent. What would you give this film? Nine out of ten. Yeah. Knocking on the door of ten. Is it? It's really that good. I'm honestly. definitely going to watch this. You'll love it. The missus will love it as well. It's yeah. one of them. It's one of them perfect. You know, not date night, but you know, you can watch with your family. I haven't or... left the house no, with my missus for I, about I said, three years. I said date night. And I thought, when was the last time I went on a date with my missus? <laughs> Fucking hell. Date. When was Kids. the last time we went on a date? date. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when I went with my missus. <laughs> it was all over by then. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it's a perfect film to watch with your family, especially over Christmas. All mm. sit down, you know, Christmas after Christmas dinner, watch that. It'd be perfect. Is it sweary at all? Is it? Vo- yeah, it's a little bit sweary. There's no violence in it. No, no, it is. Can it get you? Kid- yeah, South African. Not, yeah. But... It, well, it's similar. It is a little bit similar it is a little to bit. that. But uh, oh, you'll, the whole family will piss themselves laughing. They're yeah. such lovable people in it, and just the, just the other the people they come across as well are just so. Out there, you know, oh, less distinct field. characters, yeah, yeah, just crazy characters, which you, you get from this director. So, I yeah. cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two of you, wildly funny, good, excellent. Uh, so that's Hunt for the World of Hilda did, yeah, that, that as well. Yeah, it's that, 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 Hunt it, for the Glen Helder. <laughs> <laughs> that is Hunt for the Wilder People, yeah. Wilder People, uh, available now uh, on VOD and some other places. Uh, highly recommended. Definitely check it out. Uh, I absolutely will. An absolute be. little gem. Yeah, I will definitely be watching that. Um, I'm going to recommend something that people perhaps shouldn't watch. Oh, okay. Um, I went to the cinema and okay. continued my love affair with Mr. Jack Reacher. Oh. It's a turgid affair. It's, um, some may even describe it as flaccid. Uh, <laughs> what, <laughs> no, the film or, or you at the moment? Well, I, I'm positively too messing, Colin. Uh, but uh, the... Uh, so the film I went to saw was Jack Reacher um, Reach Around Reach Around <laughs> Never Look Back or something Never Look Back thank you I'll never, never go back um, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a warning for the third film <laughs> uh, yeah it's Never Go Back it's called. Oh, okay. and that is in reference to him uh, never going back to the army sort of thing oh, okay. um, now this film uh, starts with Reacher you know basically talking on the phone uh, to the woman who took over from his job uh, so she's like a military police officer uh, the major in the 101st military police division mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> sorry 110th and um, he likes the sound of a voice Yeah. so he, he's just like travelling around the United States as he does going to make his way to Washington at some point and when he does he's going to take her out for coffee and he's going to fuck her <laughs> basically okay, because well, that's because that's how Reacher works yeah. he's a tiny little man uh, in the films and uh, what happens is that she uh, he gets there to her office and she's not there she's been arrested for something uh, and he sort of chases it down the rabbit hole from there and he's like well no she, that didn't happen and blah 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 and, right. um, stupid shit in shoes now when they made the first film mm-hmm. which I love yeah it's good I think it's a great film um I always said if they, when they make another one, they should make it out of this book. Yeah, yeah you, I remember you being so excited that this book was being turned into a film. Absolutely, I and remember. It, and if if someone finds the um, the old podcast from way back when, I will say then the like, grass has probably listened to this about eight times yeah. by now, so they'll know exactly what podcast. Hello, Tom. By the way, still yeah. listening. He's he's gone from grass to bush. It's been so long. <laughs> um, it's uh, you will find. I say I, I want them to make never go back because it's, it's one of the best books, and it is one of the best books. It's one of the quickest paced. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to talk about another book after it's another Reach book, um, but they've just they've ruined it. It's so sluggish, yeah, and 
all of the stuff that made the book so hardcore and like snappy is gone. It's, it's gone from it. Now, I, I, I actually quite like Tom Cruise as Jack Reacher. Yeah, I was good in the first one. I think he nails the feel of the character. Yeah. Obviously, doesn't physically, get no. f- physicality couldn't be further away if he was yeah. b- black and a woman. Yeah. Um, but he is. He, he gets that sort of aura across, mm-hmm. which is like ninety percent of the battle, yeah. really, when you're trying to convey him. I still think Kevin Durand is the perfect Jack Reacher, mm-hmm. and I will stick with that. Needs to act though, doesn't that very well? I oh, know. I think he acts yeah. right. Yeah, okay. you forget he was in an X Men film. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so in this, he um, he's a little bit older. I mean, I mean, obviously, chronologically, he is in fact literally older. Yeah. Um, but he's not in good shape. Oh, okay. In this, what you got, Fat Tom? He's not fat. He's just not like. If you see him in the first film, he's ripped to shit. Like he takes his shirt off, and it's just like I've never looked like that, and he's twice my age. Oh right, okay. like that. In yeah, this, yeah. he's like he's he's a bit bulkier and okay. like a little less toned sort of right. thing, and it's just like okay, so that's he, part of the film, not just Tom Cruise losing it at fifty or whatever. No, I don't think so. I think oh, he's okay. I think he's, he's purposefully like right, just okay. giving it a little a little bit of slack. Okay, um, and it sh- and it sort of shows that you know he, he kind of needs to use his mind because the interesting a bit more vulnerable thing, is he a, li- a little bit? Yeah, I mean he's still he's still like fucking putting people on their ass. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing about the books is that they are in chronological order, so he ages in the books. Right. So from the first one to like, I think as of now, if you're like in the proper timeline, he's fifty-five. Right. Um. So in the films, he's roughly about the right yeah, age yeah, yeah. for that thing because it was one of the more recent books. So it sort of shows that yeah. you know he uses his mind more than his like, his fists and stuff. Um, this has got some interesting fights in it. It's got some cool stuff in it. Yeah. They absolutely missed a trick because um, there's a scene in the book on an airplane where he basically he identifies some people that are following him, and he's in the plane, and he basically both of them he breaks both their arms. Right. In like, and it, in, it explains it in excruciating detail how he does it. Um, and in this, it's just kind of glossed over. It's like, oh yeah, we got to do the air, the airplane bit. And it's just like, oh, he's like, you just see him like hit someone in a oh, toilet. Really? And oh. then there's like a little quip. He's like, oh, my friend's not feeling well. Don't worry, oh, my friend, he's dead, dead tired. tired. Yeah. So it's sort of like that. And he oh. says, oh, why don't you just use this this one like that? And you've oh, probably seen dear. it in the trailer. It, everything feels a little drawn back. Is this a 12? Oh, it's a very good question. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's it's uh, it's studio interference. I, I mean, you could I say mean, that. I mean, the f- the best thing about Jack Reacher was it was violent. It was violent, wasn't it? It was a fifteen. Yes. Yeah, and it was a hard fifteen. Really, it was it was pretty violent. Jack oh Reacher. yeah, I mean, it's more than a few people get killed like yeah. like hand to hand like just strangulation. Yeah, there's suffocation. Shit going on. That's what I liked about it. it. Didn't hold back really. Yeah. It didn't Whereas, hold back, and then it never went back. Ne- ne- never go, yeah, never went back. <laughs> and I think that might be the problem. I think studios get, again. They you said you know make it a twelve. More people can't see yeah, it. Put a kid in it. Put a, is there a kid in it? There is a kid in it. Oh, fuck. Now in the book, and I'm going to keep going this because in the comparison, the kid is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's in the book. It's not just a film. So there's like a subplot where there's a girl that turns up who may or may not be his daughter. Okay. Because he obviously goes around just fucking people. Yeah. Um, he's a little mini fuck machine. He is, <laughs> or in the books, he's a dirty, great fuck, fuck machine. machine yeah. um, 
that's the name of the next book, Jack Reacher, Fuck Machine. <laughs> Um, well, call it by, well, when you tell us a t- the title of Carlos Spade next, a Spade. <laughs> when, you, when you tell us the title of his next book, I'm surprised not Jack Reacher play date. <laughs> right, right, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, the, the kid in it's quite annoying. Yeah. And she looks like every child actress you've ever seen. She right. looks a bit like Anna Paquin. She's got a touch of Jodie Foster in there. Okay. She's yeah, like, wholesome American. Yeah, like, but also go-to. a bit idiosyncratic. Like, a bit like. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. And when you see a picture, you know that, that, that noise will go. Every it's time you describe describe my twins. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, she's she's annoying as shit. Um, good points about this film. Let me yeah. tell you some good points. Kobe Smulders is in it. Uh, Agent Maria Hill from the Marvel. Oh, universe. okay, yeah. She's good in it. Is she? Yeah, okay. she's good. She plays. Um, the, is she bigger? Than, she must be bigger than Tom Cruise. Do you know what? I think she is. And there's a scene where they're walking down the street and he's clearly walking on a little oh, wall. Is he... <laughs> <laughs> because you can always tell from like the, the broadness of someone's shoulders. This film shit. It sounds wicked. <laughs> <laughs> it's not shit. It's just really disappointing. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's. Uh, let's get this I out. Mean, you texted me, didn't you? Yeah. Like, it's oh. a. It's a. It's a six bordering on seven. Yeah, let's just get yeah. it out of the way. But Colby Smulders is wicked in it. Yeah, she really sells it. And the whole point is that the military police is she the is she the woman who's in trouble? Yeah. Oh, okay. So right. she's she's the bird that he likes yeah. the sound of her voice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she, it's never really played for like it gets a little bit close to love interesty. Yeah. But they it pull back away like the Hulk. The they, <laughs> but they pull back from that like pretty quickly. He pisses her off or something like that. And it's never touched upon again. It's all—it's a very okay. professional relationship. Well, sounds good. And it was—it's a like really that. nice way of handling yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, much like, um, oh, much like Tom Cruise and Demi Moore in um, uh, Cocktail. No, no. Uh, <laughs> a few <laughs> good men. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So like there was the, the professional relationship there, and obviously there was a little bit of spark, but there was never Nothing actually happened. any like fucking coitus, coitus, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the 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 sentimental act of lovemaking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's never any of that. So once they get over that that hump, yes. um, pun intended, uh, it's just them two kicking ass and taking names. And she she dishes it out as well as he does because she's a military policeman. Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're hard as a coffin nail. So it, they never play her as the as the damsel in distress, which is perfect. Yeah, great. really, I was really happy with that. Yeah, that sounds um, good. And obviously, she's twice uh, Tom Cruise's size, yeah, so that, that's that's, that's good. Right. Um, the baddies in it, pff, rubbish. Oh, they. Really, really, but really bad. Military? Are they military? Ex-military? Uh, yeah, no, they're all like paramilitary or yeah. just sort of like, oh, he's like a mercenary. A like everyone's a fucking mercenary. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's sort of pointless. But that's that's never really the um, that's never really the, the goal with with the Jack Reacher books. It's always about the puzzle. Yeah, it's always about the journey rather than the destination. The bandies are always fairly nondescript. Generic. And yeah, there's no. I mean, there's probably a couple of baddies in like the 23 books or 21 books, I think it is. Yeah. Um, that that have any merit. Yeah. yeah. The, the the rest of them are just like doesn't matter. It's always like a couple of guys. So it's about working it out rather than who the end. Precisely. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a seven. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, fair enough. Um, uh, one thing I will say that I genuinely did not dis- I, I genuinely did not like was there's a uh, bit at the end, and everyone who sees this will know what I'm talking about, where there's like a, I don't know, like a goodbye, let's say. There's a <laughs> right. goodbye scene. And it goes on 
for about four <laughs> minutes. It's like a hug. And it goes for about four minutes, and it's the most uncomfortable thing I've oh ever seen. God. Like, it's just like, stop it now. Credits. Credits! <laughs> Put your baseball cap on and go. Yeah. I thought, well, you text me, actually. I did, yeah. Does he wear a baseball cap? He might. But okay. Colby Smulders definitely does. Right, he's he definitely does. Okay. But he might. Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know when I watch it. I'll let you know if yeah. you're in a boat. I think you should. I think you should give it a watch. I'll, you, I'll if, watch if you like it. The first I'll one. definitely watch it. Um, I hope they do make more of these films because mm. um, there's better stories to tell. Yeah. Now that I know their sort of approach, there is one in particular um, which could be one of the most hardcore films you'll ever see. But they won't make the hardcore version. They make the fucking twelve version. Due to interference, mate. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. But if they made it with Kevin Durand, Vim just yeah. going around, just fucking. So what we need is for Tom Cruise to either fall out of love with Jack Reacher or have some sort of fatal accident, and then we get Kevin Durand in. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, doesn't I see what I can do. Doesn't need to be fatal. He could just, just like paraplegic. Where he loses a limb. <laughs> Someone get me my baseball cap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work on it. Give me some time. I'll work All on right, it. All right, cool. Go on, Kev. Give us a call. Um, but after watching that, I realised um, the other day, I was wandering around Sainsbury's, and I thought, what's that? I saw a Lee Child book. Yeah. And Lee Child writes the Jack Reacher things. He only writes Jack Reacher books. So you knew it was a new so Jack I was, Reacher. I was, like, I was like, oh my God, what is this shit? So I was like, <laughs> I was like wicked. So the first thing I did, got home, uh, got my nook out, bought it, and uh, I was like, wicked. So I started, piled straight into it. And... The new Jack Reacher book, which is called Jack Re- which is called Night School, which we laughed about for ages earlier, didn't we? We did, yeah. I mean, it's like what was what did Natalie suggest? Uh, evening class, yeah. open university, open university, uh, play date, play date, <laughs> <laughs> uh, driving lesson. <laughs> I mean, he's. You can safely say he's running out of titles. <laughs> yeah. Some of the titles are amazing. What was the um what was the last one? Oh yeah, the last one was called Make Me. Make me, that is it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should we'll have a game uh, in, in a couple of well, we'll have a game next show. Where okay. I, where I will read out some names yeah. of the Jack Reacher title and you've got to tell me whether it's Reacher really? or not. No, okay, cool. Re- Reacher or Reacher or Reach Around. We've got to do that next show. Um but in this one, uh, because of the chronology, as I said, where he ages in real time, uh, Lee Childers has gone back to when he was in the army. It's just like, okay, so now he's 35, and this is just a story about when he was in the army. Oh, okay. Cool. And it's wicked. Is it? It's one of the best thrillers... Really? ...I've read in a very long time. Cool. Uh, and, and I mean, obviously, I'm a fan of these books anyway. Yeah, yeah. But Lee Child has always had a, the, a, a perfect sense of the geography of a fight. Yeah, and I've always said, like, there's there's really nobody better yeah. of, of writing how a fight works. Mm-hmm. Yeah? In this, there's very little of that, and it's it's just a straight-up detective novel. Oh, okay, cool. And it's quality. It works, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's quality. All set in Germany, about something that someone was going to buy for... Um, all, all they found out was there was a little bit of intelligence that come through from someone overheard someone yeah. say something. They said... Uh, the price is a hundred million dollars. Nice. Like that. And this is in nineteen ninety five, this is yeah. it. Um so they're like, What's worth a hundred million dollars? Yeah. We don't know. So they send in PS four pro. PS four pro, yeah. PS four pro and a PSVR. <laughs> um so they send in Reacher and a CIA person, an FBI person, they put me in a room and I say, Work this out. And it goes from there. Wicked. And it's just them tracking down clues and uh, 
Sounds like a real page turner. It massively is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I got th- I got through it in two days, and it's Bloody like six hundred pages long. Jesus, uh, I absolutely loved it. Not just because it was a reach book, just because it was a proper page turner. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's got a quality MacGuffin as well. So at no point, probably up until the last thirty pages of the book, yeah. do you actually know what they're looking for? Oh, okay, right. Okay. And where it is. Oh right, cool. So all the way through, you're like, "Fuck, what's going on?" Yeah, what's like you, you know what's going. They don't. You, you know no more than they like, do. Yeah, you, you follow it. You're yeah. with them all the way. And it's an absolute triumph for child. Yeah, that's I, good. I, I, and I'm really happy to see that he's taking. He's, so I could just read that. Yeah, totally. You can read any of them. You can read any of them in any and, order. And it doesn't make it. And it doesn't matter. Just, doesn't matter. Okay. Cool. No, because he's always introduced. It's the same as like any kind of serialized character. They're always introduced. Always explains what they look like, what they do. Yeah. You you don't need to know any of their yeah. like other things. Like uh, Pryro. Yeah, like Pryro. Like he's got some other characters. There's, there's maybe a handful of characters throughout the twenty one books uh, that pop up, like Francis Neagley, who's like he's one of his sergeants, and some of the other people in his little yeah. hundred. Has he not got a nemesis? No. No. No, because he kills everyone or fucks them. Or a combination of fucks them to death. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is pretty much it. Like he, he pretty much he just kills everyone. That's his netbook. Morg toucher. Savile Row. You've gone too far. That's where he gets his clothes. You've gone too far. <laughs> um, no, I, you know, I think it was, I think it's one of the best books he's written in a very long time, Wicked. and I heartily recommend. It. If you've never read any of them, fucking pick it up. It makes no difference. Yeah. You pick it oh, up because it's yeah. set in the past. I say I might do. I never get to read a book, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, you should do, mate. Oh, no. You get it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd give the book yeah. a 9 out of 10. Would Highly you? recommended. Have I've you got, got a two-row review for this? Uh, school me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Um, yeah, so I think that's a, that's a cracking place to leave it. Lovely. Yeah, yeah should we leave excellent. it there? Let's for do, our, let's our, our, it. our first show in 100 years. Oh, high five, Alan. Oh. It's good to be back. Don't break the computer. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yep. Yeah, thank you for listening to episode uh, 110 thank of you the Scatter Show. Persevering, persevering. Yeah. Uh, again, thank you for listening through the uh, horrible noise in the background and for the uh, rather deceptive acoustic guitar outro you're about to hear. Uh, I mean, I never thought a cardboard box with the word Apple <laughs> could actually like blow up, but apparently, I mean, Alan showed me his brown lead, and uh, that's not a euphemism. <laughs> I mean, that is actually a burnt brown lead. That's actually my penis. Why the bottom of brown at the top? Is that not <laughs> that? That is depends where it's been, Alan. <laughs> well, yeah. we're, we're speaking in uh, uh, a <laughs> here. Um, so yeah, okay. Well, thank you very much for uh, listening to episode 110 of the Scatter Shot. My name's Ben Allen. I'm Colin Briscoe. And we will see you next week. Bye. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>